Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. everybody here in the house of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for being faithful people of God. Amen. Faithful people of God. I appreciate that very much. And um, I'd like today to just simply declare he's still alive. Do you believe he's alive today? Amen. He's alive. We're glad you're here and we appreciate those that are online with us tonight. Issue if you're not here, but we're glad that you're joining us online. All right, John chapter 10, John chapter 10, and verse number one. Jesus said, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. The stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. I want to talk to you tonight about hearing his voice. Hearing his voice. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We pray for your help, Lord, as we study your word. Lord, as we minister the word today, I pray, God, for your unction, Lord Jesus, to be upon me, Lord, and your unction to be upon your people. Father, we give you glory for it all in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. Amen. Hearing his voice. You can be seated. Amen today. We have been studying about the word of the Lord, and I hope that you realize that we serve a God that speaks. A God that speaks. When we talk about the voice of the Lord, we can be talking about his written word, his, his universal voice to everybody. But his voice is synonymous with his presence. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So his voice is his presence, and his presence is his power. So when you get his voice, you get his presence, and you get his power. The voice of God is what revealed the creative power of God. In the beginning, it says, the Lord said, God said, God. It is the voice that demonstrates his power and reveals to us not just his power in other ways, but his healing power. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them. The voice of God is the wisdom of God revealed to us. The voice of God is the joy of the Lord that becomes personified before us. 
God wants his people to be guided by his voice. Abraham became the father of many nations because he heard the voice of God and obeyed the voice of God. Somebody say heard, heard. and obeyed. It's not just enough to hear, but he obeyed. Genesis 22 and verse 18 says, And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because, because, speaking of Abraham, thou hast obeyed my voice. Chapter 26 of Genesis and verse number 4, And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because, because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So his blessing was not just upon himself, but upon his children, upon his seed. So how I hear the voice of the Lord will determine the blessing of my, my descendants. It will determine the blessing of my children and my grandchildren. I want to be very careful that I hear the voice of the Lord in my life. Amen. Moses did nothing without hearing God's voice. For he said, when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed loud and louder, Moses spake and God answered him by voice. It also we hear that the Lord said unto Moses on numerous occasions, but it also said that Moses said unto the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, but Moses said unto the Lord. The Lord said unto him, and God spake unto him over and over again, his voice came before Moses to find direction. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse number 10, it says, Especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God in Horeb, when the Lord said unto me, everybody say, God said unto me. God said unto Told him what to do. Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children and ye come near and, and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire unto the midst of the heaven with darkness and clouds and thick darkness. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire and said this, Ye heard the voice of the words, but saw no similitude, only ye heard the voice." I want to tell you something powerful happens when you hear the voice of God. It can be just one word that changes your entire situation. Just one word that he can come and there, there's no fireworks, there's no smoke, there's no fire, there's no uh, whirlwind. It's just simply a word from the Lord. Anybody ever got that in your life? Just one word changed the entire complex of your situation. Jesus said, I'm the shepherd, and my sheep know my voice. In the life of a Palestinian shepherd, at that day, it was very hard. There was not a lot of grass, still isn't a lot of grass for the sheep to graze upon, so a shepherd had to be very strategic to find available grass. 
with no walls or fences to protect them, very often the sheep would drift away and find themselves out uh, of, of the, the common part of the sheepfold and not being with the sheep or lost in a ravine somewhere. And the shepherd would have to make his way to wherever the sheep was, where he has fallen. And what he would do is he would begin to call the sheep by name before he ever got there. He would begin to speak to that sheep and tell that sheep, everything's going to be all right. Your shepherd is coming. And so that sheep would have comfort in knowing that the shepherd was on the way. The shepherd was always facing the danger of wild animals and wolves. But he was also facing the problem of thieves and robbers that would come. And because of that dangerous threat, the shepherd would be constantly talking to his sheep. We would find in studying David, no doubt David sang unto his sheep because he wanted them to know his voice. They had to get common, become common with his voice during the daily activity so that when he called their name, when they were in trouble, they could hear it and know the shepherd is coming. I want to tell you there is a difference between the general word of God that every one of us have access to. Every one of us have access to the word of God. But there's also a word that can come to us personally, a word that can come to us in our moment of ravine, a moment of capture, our moment of, of needing rescue. But oh, if we don't listen to his common voice as our shepherd speaking to us every day, his word speaking to us. At his house, he's speaking to us. In our house, he's speaking to us. On the job, he's talking to us through his word, his word, his word. But my, what a, what a great word it is to hear him outside of the common part. And I don't mean this to be common in a belittling. I mean it as a universal word of God that all of us hear. But how about the word when he speaks directly to you if you've had that in your life why don't you raise your hand and thank him for it thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord but if I am not sensitive to his voice in this his word that is written chances are I might miss the shepherd's voice I want to hear his voice you see, if I read in the word of God and I find out this is how he operates, this is the way he does things, this is the way, this is, this is God's opinion. And then I hear something different, I know it's a stranger. I hear something different, I know it might be a thief or a robber that comes in. When you acquaint yourself with the vocabulary and the word of God that he speaks to you in the form of the universal word that we've talked about for over a month, when you get to that connection and that word is in you, then all of a sudden when he shows up and all he says to you is Lebanon I'm here Patrick I'm here I've had my ear tuned in to where I've heard that. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Oh, he's going on his word. He said, I love you. I care for you. I want to help you. I'm going to bring you out. That's for everybody. But sometimes it's Matt, Rachel, amen. I started to call you a name, but I ain't going to do that. Mariah. How many of you could hear your parents' voice 
and they've already been gone. You hear it when it comes out of what? Your mouth. And <laughs> I just sounded like my dad. Or, Anybody ever get, get that? Said, I'll never, that'll never. Whew. Well, you sound like, well, when you grow up and that is in your DNA and that is a part of you, you just can't help it. You might just talk like your mom and dad. Amen. Or when you were a child, how many of you could hear your mom on the other side of Walmart? What Walmart? What Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Can you, can you hear it? Can you hear, hear that because you come used to it? I've told the story before, but let me tell it again. I was sitting in a camp meeting in, the, in the, this part. of It was just chairs. I was sitting there as a boy. I, I, I don't know, maybe Rhett's age. I don't, but I was sitting here, and my dad was teaching in that camp meeting in Wisconsin, and they had a tent, and there was grass in front of me, so I bent over, and I was just picking up grass while he's teaching. And my dad's going away, and he's just laying it out there like he would, and then he just went, Psst. And all of a sudden, that little naughty-headed fellow, me, raised my head. I didn't have to hear, stop doing that. I didn't have to hear, I'm going to get you when I get home. All I heard was, Sst, but I understood because I knew that voice. I knew that voice. Some of us, if we're not careful, we get so far from God. Well, I'm going to miss church, and I'm going to miss my Bible reading. It really isn't going to bother me. It's really not going to help. But all of a sudden, I get familiar more with what the world is saying and what, 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 what false doctrine is coming out and, and what YouTube I'm getting off of YouTube or what I'm getting off of some other inlet into my soul. Amen. Oh, God, bring me back to the shepherd. Let me get back. That's why we want the word to be inside of us so that when he calls specifically, I need to hear from God. I need a word from God. I want to be sensitive to his voice. Because yes. I believe he still speaks directly to us. How does he speak? I can't say that I've ever heard an audible voice of God. If you have, God bless you. But I have him speaking to my heart and in my head I can hear his voice. I can, I've come to recognize his voice. Sometimes it's just in a nudge. Sometimes it's in a scathing rebuke. Sometimes it's in a hug just emotionally that I feel his presence come up. Amen. But he wants to speak to his people. When's the last time you heard God speak beside just his word? Amen. To you specifically. Have you asked him for it? Oh, Lord, I need to hear your voice. Lord, I need to hear direction. I need to hear for me. Thus saith the word of the Lord so I can step into what you have for me. I know it's going to be based on your word. I know it's going to be based on the universal truth that you've given. But I need something for me. Just call my name. Just say a word. Just say the word forward and I'll go forward. Say the word pause and I'll pause. Lord, just let us hear your voice. John 8, 47. He that is of God heareth God's word. Let that sink in. He that is of God heareth God's word. Ye therefore hear them not because you're not a God. 
you imagine the Lord saying that to a bunch of religious people? I go to church. I know the Bible. Yeah, but he said, if you're not of God, you can't hear God's voice. When you notice that he says, he's the shepherd and his sheep know his voice, you have to understand that speaks of relationship. There must be a relationship with the shepherd to be able to know and hear his voice. Psalm 23, that great psalm that we often hear quoted. Verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Say that with me. The Lord is my shepherd. Notice the language here. I shall not want. Not I'm my boss. Not I want to do it my way. But the Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He has my best interest at heart. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod, not my rod, but thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David, with the anointed skill of a poet and a songwriter that experienced also the 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 the, the, the the work of a shepherd. He wastes no time in revealing the central character of the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, I'm not going to hear his voice unless I know he's Lord of my life. If he's Lord of your life, then you have a right to say he's my shepherd. But he's not some kind of genie or some kind of uh, Pat Sajak that'll hold out a, a, a prize for you if you got the answer right. But the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. It's not just a simple name or a title, but rather it refers to a relationship of lordship. I submit my will to you. I'm open to your voice. The lordship of the king is simply this. Jesus, you're first. Jesus, you're number one. I'm telling you, the Lord is not going to speak as clearly to those who do not know his voice. What is that? I can't hear it. I can't hear that over my own passions and my own dreams. I can't hear your voice over my, well, I want this. I want to have that. I want to marry this person. I know you said don't, but I'm going to do it. go ahead and do that anyway. I, I know, God, I know that this doesn't work with your general word so I want a special word that sanctions my disobedience so the Lord is my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd he is first he's king of kings and lord of lords Money is not Lord. Sports is not Lord. Food is not Lord. Sex is not Lord. Entertainment is not Lord. Success is not Lord. Fame is not Lord. Achievement is not Lord. Amen. He's not even, not just family. Family.
he's not Lord of my life, but he's Lord. And if I know him as Lord and shepherd, then he's talking to me. He's talking to me in general. And then he's talking to me specific. If I can learn to hear his general voice, then I can hear his specific voice. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. For though there be that are called gods, and you see that? They're called gods. They're not gods. They're called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be gods many and lords many. But to us, but to us, somebody say, but to me. But to me, there is but one God, the Father of whom are all things, and we in him and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. That's what you're saying. He is my shepherd. He is my Lord. He is my master. No wonder the central, the central command was in Deuteronomy to tell us in 6 and 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. One Lord. I want to hear his voice. I want to confess him as Lord. I declare he is Lord. Amen. Do you remember the song? He is Lord. He has risen from the dead and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. It's more than just a sign you can put on your your, your, your car, a bumper sticker on your car, it's got to be a mentality. Oh, I wake up in the morning, I'm listening for your voice. I wake up through the day, I go through my day, I'm listening for your voice. Romans 10 and 8 has been so misconstrued and taken out of context. Let's, let's look at this verse. Romans 10 and 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart, which is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess, somebody say confess, with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. If you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The paramount evidence that Jesus Christ is Lord is an empty grave. May I stop here just for the reason of needing to make sure we're putting this in context. This is written years and years after the resurrection. This is not the beginning of the church, but rather it is writing to the church. He is writing to people that are already born again but when he talks about being saved he's talking that on a on a rest on a on a spectrum of being rescued of being delivered more than just your soul amen but we've got to confess the lordship of jesus christ amen. the greek word for confess here means to speak the same everybody say speak the same it means when i confess the lordship of christ i speak what he speaks 
I say what he says. I declare what he declares. The word of faith is not speaking what I want. Oh God, new Rolls Royce coming up right now. Lord, I'm, I'm praying and believing for a $5 million home. Amen. No, I'm just simply speaking. Now, if that's what he has for me, I'm picking up a Rolls Royce. Somebody say that's all right. But, but, but if he's not declared that in my life, amen, I better not confess it. But what I can confess is what I've heard in his universal word. Amen. He said he'd supply all my needs. He said that he's got riches in heaven, that he'd take care of me. Sometimes it may be a blessing of duct tape and bailing wire. By you, Lord, all things consist. But it's the fact that he said, I'll take care of you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I'm going to confess what he confesses. I'm going to confess that I'm already saved. I'm going to confess that I've already repented of my sins, been baptized in his name and filled with his spirit. I'm going to confess him as Lord of my life. That means to word, the word confess here means saying what the Lord says publicly. There's no such thing as lordship without obedience. If he is Lord, we don't say he's Lord but or he's Lord except. Oh, he's Lord, let me wait a while. He's Lord if, but it's Lord, yes. Yes. Whoever is ruling your life is Lord of your life. Let me say it again. Whoever is ruling your life is Lord of your life. And whoever is Lord of your life will be the one speaking to you. Hearing the voice of the shepherd happens when we make him our Lord. We trust him, we follow him, and then he leads us and speaks to us. The sheep follow the voice of the shepherd when they've come to know him. Notice Jesus said the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Yet when a hireling or a stranger or a thief or robber comes along, they will flee because they don't know the stranger's voice. We need to be innocent, so innocent, to the voice of the enemy. Paul wrote and he said, be excellent in what is good, but be simple to evil. What that means is that I don't fill up my mind with false doctrine. I don't fill up my mind with a bunch of junk from this world. So it is just clouding me and clouding me, but rather I'm listening for the voice of the shepherd. And when the stranger comes around, when the thief comes around, I can say, bah. Y'all catch it in a minute. That was for you, Brother Dillon. Yeah, help me out. Praise God. I love it. 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Here's what people who have made Jesus Lord and shepherd of their life is they're not gullible to every little thing that comes along. We know that God wants to talk to his people. He's given up his word and his spirit, but we need to be sensitive to him speaking to us lest we fall into trap. 1 Timothy 4, 1. Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, 
speaking lies and hypocrisy and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. When you know the voice of the shepherd and you come across that, it's like, that don't ring true. That don't ring true. That person walks up to you and says, Jesus was not really God. Uh, hold on a minute. That sounds like a strange doctrine to me. I'm moving on. Can I get an amen? amen. That's a strange. That doesn't, that's a, this doesn't fit the word of God. It doesn't fit what I've known and trusted that has been taught to me. And I've seen my, 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 my Bible talks about him, that he is the creator of all things. The sheep learn to distinguish the shepherd's voice by constantly listening to him. One of the greatest needs, I believe, of the church today is to be able to hear the word of the Lord speak to their heart. Amen. And to discern the voice of the stranger as well. Whose voice am I most familiar with? Ask, your question, ask yourself this question. Whose voice am I more familiar with? This, this, or this. And the Yahoo that thinks right now, well, my Bible is on my phone, you missed the point. The point is, I want to make sure that my voice is sensitive to God. So when it comes to this, I can say, oh, no, that app don't belong on my phone. You know, I, that, that, that person is not going to be on my Facebook. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, I'm not getting connected to them. Somebody say, Pastor, I get you. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8, speaking of Adam and Eve when they sin, the Bible says in verse 8, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and Eve, Adam and his wife, hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Sin will cause you to separate yourself from the voice of the Lord. Adam said, I heard the voice of the Lord. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God because of shame and fear. Sin will cause you to shirk away from my voice. He was still a, a, a part of God's love and grace and mercy. Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? It wasn't like, oh, I know what you've done. He already knew where they were. He already knew what they had done, and he could have zapped them, but his mercy and his grace says, Adam, where are you? Aren't you thankful today for the mercy of God when we mess up? You can still hear his shepherd. I know you've fallen into the ravine. I know that you've messed up. I know that you've done something wrong, but I'm coming after you. I'll even leave the naughty and nine to go find you. I'm going to call you by name. I call you by name. I call you by name. That's what the shepherd does. Look at me with the book of Hebrews, please. Chapter 12 and verse 25. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that speaketh on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, and now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more signifying the removing of those things which are shaken 
as of the things that are made and those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken or cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and holy fear for our God is a consuming fire. If they good, did not receive the voice that came from the mount, are you going to receive the voice that comes from glory, from heaven? God, speak clearly to me. I want to receive your voice. I want to serve you with reverence and godly fear. Let your voice call out to me. So how can I hear God's voice? Let me give you some keys I think are important to hearing God's voice. God's voice came to Moses when he was shut up alone with him on the mount. Here's what I think is the number one thing to do to hear God's voice. Get with God alone. You and God. We're not, we're just praying and asking, give me, give me, but Lord, speak to me. Alone. The word came to John the Baptist when he was alone in the wilderness. The voice of God came to Jacob in the desert of Haran. God spoke to Joshua when he went out of the camp alone before Jericho. And the voice of God came to Paul when he was alone in the desert. I'm convinced that we need to shut out some noise in our life sometime. Amen. I want to tell you, you cannot hear the same from God at Starbucks as you can your prayer closet. Oh, the Lord can talk to me anywhere. Yes, he can. Thank God for that. But if I want to hear my shepherd clearly, I need to get along with him in prayer. Get along with him in prayer. I want to conclude with this passage of scripture. And I want, I'm jumping around. Sorry, uh, media team. I'm jumping around a little bit tonight. But let's go to Psalm 29. Bring this to a close. Psalm 29 and 3, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters, and the glory of God thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Siren, Siren like a young unicorn, the, the forest. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. What is the connotation here? Is the voice of the Lord wants to speak into our life, speak into our world, speak life, speak victory, speak deliverance, speak healing to us today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand with me, please, right now. And let's begin to worship our Lord, our shepherd. A man who has what we need today. Oh, his sheep follow him and they know his voice. Hey, God, I want to hear you speak, Lord Jesus. Speak, Lord, in your universal word, yes. Speak, Lord Jesus, in, in, in what we need to hear from the written word, yes, God. But I want to know you, Lord, as you speak to me directly as a person. You give me direction before I move into that job. Oh, God, I need to hear you speaking. Lord, before I move in that relationship, I need to hear you speaking. Lord, before I make that financial decision, I need to hear you speaking, Lord. Before I choose this uh, 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 particular business or not, I need to hear you speaking, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. 
Speak to me. Hallelujah. I don't know how it is for you. I can just only speak for myself. Most of the time, God speaks to me in a softer tone rather than shouting to me or in, in a hoop and a holler. It's, it's, it's usually in a softer tone. And if I'm not sensitive to him, I might miss it. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. Amen. How many want to hear the voice of the Lord today? Praise God. Praise God. Go here. Let's do it. Go there. Let's do it. Step up. Give this. Work in this. Help that person. Witness to this person. Word of God, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. I'm not advocating in this message that every little thing you feel ought to be declared as, I got a word from the Lord. I got a word from the Lord. It may have been bad pizza. Not every dream is divinely inspired. I know I have some of the weirdest ones in, of anybody. I, I, I'm not going to even tell you what kind of crazy dreams I have. But I know when I wake up, was that dream of God or not? Because he'll witness to me in my spirit. He'll show me in my spirit. Amen. Word of God, speak to me. Oh. I want to take just a minute right here. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's just take some time with us in the Lord right here. Oh, God, speak to us. Speak Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com.